Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Hi, right, Greeny. We roll along here on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Hashtag crew surrounding us here. We've gone through the family drama in Dallas. We've gone through the Josh Allen of it all. Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing. I'm just choosing to laugh. But what does that even mean? Well, there was a funny happening in the room that caught me off guard, and so I so laughed. Someone just dropped something. Oh, that's so funny. About it, was, it just caught me off guard, and so I laughed. It was a natural reaction. So when a, he asked, why are you laughing, why didn't you just explain why you were laughing? Because I was. I, I didn't want to call out the, tri- the, the, the tripper, the dropper, the, 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 the flubber. I didn't want to, but now I... Who flubbed? I don't. I don't want to call anyone out. I mean, I don't even know where Brandon is. By the way, is, is, is he went he, to get my well, sandwich? Fetching, called him out. He's <laughs> fetching your soup. He went to get my sandwich. No, Either I didn't way. get soup today. I don't like the beef barley. No, you don't. You, not a fan of the beef barley. Is it because it's just not a soup I like? Is, is okay. So you don't have any issue with no. With, it's just you've said in the past that you consider it more of a stew. Yeah. Is it too thick for you? Yeah, and it's. It, I don't like the brown. I don't like the 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 consistency of the broth. It's too brown for you. Yeah, don't love it. I like I like the the so the place that we order our lunch from most days, um, I will get some sort of a breakfast sandwich. That's a good lunch. So I get like an egg sandwich with some meat on it or whatever it is on the wheat toast. So you know, and then on Mondays and Thursdays I get soup because on Monday they have lentil and on Thursday they have minestrone. Oh, this is a soup of the day situation. And then on other days that mm-hmm. I'm really hungry, I will add chicken noodle because they they do that. Every day. Soup of the days. They have chicken noodle every day, awesome. and then they add another soup. Got it. But on Tuesday, it's beef barley, which I don't care for. On Friday, it's New England clam, which I don't eat. And on Wednesdays, it is broccoli and cheddar, which isn't even a soup. Would you rather drink or not drink? That's you, disgusting. Beef barley? How, how did we decide that's a soup? That's not a soup. That's fondue. <laughs> that is the definition of fondue. It's grotesque. So, so you don't like chowder or no. beef barley? Or well, I, I don't. I'd like. To, I don't eat the chowder because I just don't need the cream. Like I'm trying not. So to, that's a know, healthy decision, not a taste decision. decision. It's so right. good though. But you don't. Yeah, but you I don't, don't eat it because you're 25. You can you keep eating that. Can 26. Well, okay, so you're getting closer and closer, not being able to eat the New England clam. I love clam. Sorry, we missed your last birthday. Anyway, yeah. one way or another, yeah, seriously. You know how I know how you feel. I L Y S M. Big party of Chicago. <laughs> Why didn't you post on your Instagram for my birthday, Greeny? <laughs> I should have. I should have put it up there on my story so that you could then repost it. Um, Do you know we have back-to-back birthdays? I know you don't care, but you have what? You and I have back-to-back birthdays. I, I said I. I know you don't care, but I told you anyway. When is your birthday? The day before yours. When is my birthday? August 6th, I, I think. Yeah, that's right. So, I, mean, I, I don't even know why you knew that. So your birthday is August 5th. He must have just Googled you. Whatever. Well, no, when we had the whole birthday controversy, I looked it up and I was like, oh, we have a back-to-back birthday. There's so no controversy Let's do that. some uh, joint well, there parties there was some controversy year. last August because Greeny said he didn't like birthdays and then talked about it literally every single day. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't. That's not exactly. That's not. It's pretty much exactly You did go on a big golf trip and you did post about it and said this was a great way to spend my birthday. Okay. Hmm. Fair enough. Now. What you're doing is you were doing exactly what some people do to Josh Allen. <laughs> you are not including the nuance we're of straw, the situation. We're straw manning your birthday. The point is, there's nothing wrong with saying 
This is how I celebrated my birthday. What I did not do was sit and repost all of the messages of people writing, Happy birthday, Granny. Hope I'm you with have you. a great I, day. I hate I agree that. with that. You did I not hate do that. that. I like birthdays and I hate that. Right. I like to celebrate my own birthday and I recommend you celebrate your own birthday. But here's what I'm not going to do. If you are a 50-year-old man, I'm not celebrating your time birthday out, with out. you and I'm not asking you to celebrate mine with me. Time out. So 50 is, is different. Brandon is turning 50 very soon. Yeah. And like, that's a big milestone. Like, that's, a big, that's a big one. Like, I told him the truth. I told him the truth. And look, I can't speak to anyone else's experience. For me, this has been the best part of my life. My life since 50 has been better than it was at any other point. So I have no complaints. Now, I I don't, you know, the only problem with it is, by definition, you know, it just isn't going to last as long. But um, (laughs) the the idea that that turning 50 is the end of something, it is not. For me, it has been the beginning of something. And I've never, I've never been happier than I am right now and and I hope that that continues have the Jets won a playoff game since you turned 50 no no they've not the Jets haven't won a playoff game in 12 years how could it be the best decade of your life Uh, because have they won a playoff game since you've turned 40 (laughs) (laughs) it's actually close was was in it was in uh, January of 11 right oh my gosh you were in your early 40s isn't that right January of 11 that's correct so so that that I was 40 that was would have been the year I turned forty four. I was forty three years old. You've lived a lot of life since then. I have. We all have. I, we actually. all have. There are people who right. Your children weren't born at the time oh. that this happened. No, not oh, even his children weren't born when a lot of things. Happened. I'm not 100 like percent sure. Cam, was, Cam may not have been born. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to sidetrack myself into any of that. But once again, the point of the matter is, well, how did we even get onto this? I think we were talking about... Well, Hembo called a timeout for some reason. Oh, yeah. Just because no, someone was someone laughing. Someone dropped something. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I asked you about the 50, which you explained. I right. laughed be- also because of the dropping, the flubbing. The, it all know. started with the dropping. That's yeah. yeah, that's fair. Okay. Let's get on then to some really important stuff. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. My question. This is a question to all the married men out there. So, unfortunately, Bubba and Cam, you don't have much of a frame of reference, but I guess I would ask you if your buddies apply here. Let me ask the question. You'll understand what I mean. I love Jason Kelsey. I love everything about Jason Kelsey. I thought he added immeasurably to the enjoyment of the experience of watching the Chiefs and the Bills on Sunday. I find him endlessly entertaining. I find him endlessly endearing. To me, he is everything that is good about football and sports. I want that on the table. Now, the reason this jumped into my head is because there was one shot, one picture that I saw of him shirtless, hanging out of that skybox, you know, screaming to the heavens, in which you could see his wife in the back. And she was smiling, and people were, look at Kylie, she's so proud, whatever it is. I, you much know, you know better than I do his, you know, because of the Philly thing, like, you know his whole family way better than I do. We took a picture this year. You and he took a picture this That's right. year. Right. But anyway, his wife looks like she's enjoying every bit as much as everyone else is his uh, antics at this game. And all I could think to myself is, boy, is his marriage different from mine. <laughs> So I ask all the married men. Brandon, you're a married man. How long are you married, Brandon? 20 years in July. Congrats. How would your wife... I'll send you a text. Congrats. I'll, I'll, send, I'll tweet up congratulations. That was sincere. Here's the question. If you 
went to a football game with you. What is your wife's name, Brandon? Jennifer. Jennifer. If you and Jennifer go to a football game sometime, you're as big a Jet fan as he is. I mean, he plays for another <laughs> team, right? And during this game, you A, chug beer out of the bowling ball of a stranger at a tailgate. B, hang out with Taylor Swift in the family suite. C, scream at the top of your lungs, bare-chested as your team scores. D, jump out of the suite into the crowd to playfully taunt fans of the opposing team. Then take pictures with young football fans while shirtless, lifting them up so they can see the celebrity who is sitting in your suite. And chug beer on television, primarily drinking it directly out of the hands of total strangers whose intentions you know nothing about. What would, would your wife be staring at you going, Oh, that's Brandon. He's so funny. Or would your wife be saying, sit down. You are an idiot. You're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing your family. You look like a dope. Stop immediately what you are doing. Which of those two would be likelier? Come over here. There's a microphone over here. Can we turn his microphone on? Come and answer this question for crying out loud. How would Jennifer respond if you, Jason Kelsey, at a jet game? She would Kelsey me out. Of the stadium. There's right. no way she would allow that to happen. Absolutely the moment not. you took off your shirt, what would happen? Finito. Done. Done. Yeah, I have done. a body like a bag of water right now. Haven't worked out in a long time. Well, your, how, how your body looks, to me, is actually less is less important here than the fact that you just wouldn't be wearing a shirt. Like, if you were jacked, it doesn't make a difference. Though. Both right. of those. Well, it makes a difference, but it still doesn't make it okay. No, it doesn't make it okay at all. <laughs> so, right. see, to me, I find that with all the women in my life, this is the case. So I'll tell you a story. So my daughter, Nikki, we are during COVID. She was home from college and she was a freshman in college who had to come home in March and sleep in her own bedroom with her parents during a, a pandemic. So she's like, to say the least, she was cranky. And I, every single day we would go for long walks, she and I. This was sort of how we would pass time because you all remember what it was like at the very beginning of COVID. You got nothing else to do. So we took like long walks. You can be outside, whatever it was. So one of these days we're on a long walk and we see in the distance walking in our direction another family who lives on our street. This is up in Connecticut. And they're people that we know, not incredibly well, but they're people that we know. I threw both my hands up in the air in greeting, like in silent greeting, but like just sort of acknowledging, hey, look, you're out for a walk and we're out for a walk during this pandemic. So my two hands are in the air and my daughter turns to me and goes, Put your hands down. You look like an idiot. <laughs> I swear on my life. I, and I turned to her and I said, when did you become your mother? Like, when did this happen? That's exactly what states would do. If I started, if I took off my shirt at a jet game, if I'm at the jet game and like some, and, and I'm like, I'm taking my shirt off and I'm going to go drink that guy's beer and scream as loudly as I can. I mean, she would serve papers. I would have divorce papers waiting for me at the time that I got home, Brandon. If you went on that walk again you, and you did the same thing yeah. outside of this, if you did this right here, yeah, the, the, well, but that's more a, palatable. It's a radio show, Brandon, just mm. to be clear. I, you understand that 99% of the <laughs> well, audience all right. can't see what that's you're true. doing. That's true. All righty. So he gave a little salute. Yeah, a little salute. A little, yeah. 
manly she salute. Been, she would have been less embarrassed. Yeah. Now, again, daughters tend to be embarrassed by their fathers. In your case, that's uh, Hembo, true. that's going to be a huge problem. No doubt. Because everyone is embarrassed by you even without being your daughter. So for <laughs> poor little Michelle and, and um, uh, the other one, it, that's going to be very, very challenging. So how would your wife, Elizabeth, Lizzie, if you went to uh, Eagles, Giants? So bear in mind. Like, her parents, her family are giant season ticket holders. Legacy. So, the 60s. So you go to an Eagles-Giants game. Mm-hmm. You're rooting for the Eagles. Eagles score a touchdown. You take the shirt off. You start jumping up and down, screaming and cheering, and drinking beers from other people's hands. Mm-hmm. Because bear in mind, that's exactly what Jason Kelsey did. He was there representing the opposing team. What would she do? There's, there's no coming back from that. I mean, she doesn't like me shirtless when we're alone. Yeah. So, so the idea of 50 million, 50 million people saw this, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's way too many. Uh, yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm much less concerned about Kylie Kelsey and much more concerned, Brandon, about Taylor Swift's camp. Like, like yeah. I think this will probably make her more like the people, I suppose. Taylor. Yes. I think that this has been fantastic for her. But I, yeah. I could imagine there's some probably pretty snooty member of her team that's just looking out from a PR perspective and saying, you know, this is a, this is a pretty famous woman Jason, and, and you're pretty drunk and pretty naked. Like, do we have to do we have to cross the you know the goal line with this? I think there's someone that's. I saying think that. it adds to it. I think that 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 Jason Kelsey makes Taylor Swift even more likable. Now, let's make it clear: ninety nine point nine percent of the people in the world already have an opinion about her, and it isn't being influenced one way or the other by this. She's a hundred thousand <laughs> times more famous than Travis Kelsey was before he started dating her. So of that, there is no debate. But I think for the the tiny little Venn diagram of people who, A, didn't have an opinion about Taylor Swift, and B, have an opinion about Jason Kelsey, I think that little group of people are going to like her even more for the fact that she is obviously, by just sort of being there, she's cool with all this. So you don't think that there are Swifties that may have tuned into this game asking themselves, what in the world is this guy doing in Taylor's box? No. You think they already have the... No, I think they love it. First of all, you underestimate how much they know about her life. There's not a Swiftie who doesn't know exactly who Jason Kelsey is, doesn't know his history, hasn't watched videos about him, because they are so invested in her life. So if he's a part of her life, yeah. I, 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 I have an example of this in my own home, or she lives four blocks away now, but my aforementioned daughter, Nikki, she knows everything there is to know about Jason Kelsey. So she knows that this would be like par for the course behavior for him. Yes, and loves it. She loves it. They also loves listen it. to the podcast now, so they definitely know who he is, and they tell stories about him all the time. He's, yeah. he's the person who can get away with this, and it 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 doesn't impact anything at all. He's Correct. the one. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's the one. Yeah. He's the one. Which are you doing that on purpose because she has that song? No, no. He's okay. he's like the connective tissue right there. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brandon, continue making uh, just hand gestures. When on do you, the radio Brandon, when do you turn fifty again? Remind me. Uh, Monday, January 29th. Okay. Wow. Yeah, should we all post like little <laughs> little videos to you or whatever? It we is? should try and get Roberta Flack on the phone. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow, funny. Make sure my wife's here. <laughs> the, 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 for the record, for those of you who don't know why Bubba said, why Bubba said oh that, it's because at one point, for reasons known only to him, Brandon chose to share with all of us that Roberta Flack, Killing Me Softly, was his conception song, <laughs> was the song that was playing when he was conceived, which is something that he is the only person on earth aware of. No one in the world knows what their conception song <laughs> Was Anthony Willoughby Phillips and, and my dad? Knows. Thank you very much. There you go. All right, we uh, what do we got here? 
Brandon, your favorite part of the show. Trivia. Yeah, since the advent of the three-point line in 1979. It's a basketball question. Yes. Uh, only two players have averaged 30 points in a season four or more times. Uh, Michael Jordan and whom? One other player who has averaged at least 30 points in a season four times since the advent of the three-pointer. It's a pretty random question today. Oh, is it because of Embiid? It's because, uh, yeah, Embiid scored 70. Scored 70. Embiid scored 70. Yeah, in other news, Joel Embiid scored 70 <laughs> points last night. And we're back with the answer to Sneaky Hembo next on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny. My computer all of a sudden said some sort of technical problem, and Brandon yells over to me, do you want me to call MEO? And I said, oh, what the hell is MEO? And he said, I don't know. When you asked me what is MEO, I kind of asked you that question right back, and then we were at a standstill. <laughs> you asking it back to me is not accomplishing anything. Could be reverse psychology. My wife, I love her to death, beautiful woman. She is a school psychologist, and that's why I lose the majority of the arguments. <laughs> What's her name again? Brandon. Brett. No, her name. Oh. I know your name. <laughs> you said your name. You thought I didn't know your name? <laughs> Got me on that one. This is Greeny. <laughs> Yeah, the original version. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think if I knew my parents' conception song, I would have to take my own life. I don't think I could go on knowing What would that. you wish it would be? 
No, I'm not doing this. What? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not what do you mean you're not doing I'm this? I'm not playing that game. I asked game. you a question. I wish it would never have happened in the first place. <laughs> I wish there was. You wish if, you were not here? If there was some genuine, genuine way that I immaculately could have arrived, that's exactly what that's I'd be That's really for. rare. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few guys in history known to have done that. that. They're in a very small building in the Hall of Fame. They're in the small Hall of Famer. They're in there with Ruth and Aaron. They're in the small hall. Yeah, in the small hall. <laughs> All right, so I've been distracted by like four different things. <laughs> so we're going to do the answer to the trivia I, here in a can second. Can I please tell you a Brandon story? Yes, but- let the record show. Brandon, Brandon. <laughs> Bubba and Ken. Brandon says, I'm going to lose about 70 pounds. So we were joking around about how Brandon thought that I was going to say that he's built just like Jason Kelsey, which I wouldn't say because he's like a foot shorter. He's in every other way built just like Jason Kelsey. But anyway, so the point is, he says, I'm going to lose 70 pounds. He said that while eating a vat of wonton soup. He ordered wonton soup. It was the biggest order of soup. I've, there was the soup... Was or was not that container of soup bigger than your head? No, Yeah, put his mic on It there. was bigger. It was bigger than your head. Brandon. Brandon, it was the biggest soup I've ever seen. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. And Brandon, is your mic on? Can we just test that? Check, check. Okay. Am I on? There we go. Brand, he ate the, and what's the other thing that you ate with it? <laughs> what did I have with it? You told me. You, oh, uh, no. Earlier today, <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a pack of Lifesavers. <laughs> a pack of Lifesavers? A pack. I mean, you know, yeah, you buy it, you're like a I know what a pack yeah. is. He's trying to explain You what didn't it have is. a lifesaver. Not, a, not no, one lifesaver. You had an entire roll of lifesavers. No, throughout the course of the day, I didn't have it all at you once. You ate a roll of lifesavers <laughs> over the course of a day yeah. and a vat of wonton soup, and this, you think, is A large your, wonton soup. This is the way you're going to lose 70 pounds. Well, gee whiz. <laughs> Diet starts tomorrow. Man. <laughs> all right. I mean, so I just, what, I, what part of this am I getting okay, wrong? Okay, I'll straighten it out for you. I'll straighten it out for you. Please do. This is what you do. You have one large meal and have that meal stretch throughout the course of the day. So that's all I had. I had a uh, large wonton soup and, uh, yeah, I had lifesavers. One large, one large meal, not one meal from a trough. <laughs> Brandon. It's, I mean, you, you call it was it, a big soup. It was, it was half. I, I got the large. I didn't say the extra it was, large. It was I just at got least the large four soup. pints. It was at least four pints. No, it wasn't four pints. It was at least no. half a gallon. Okay. Let's not gallon. get into a debate over the I exact a, size a of the soup. It was, it was an quart. enormous soup. Okay. Brandon, I wish you the best with your diet. <laughs> The other, thing that is distracting, the other thing that's distracting me is that The Rock is here. The Rock is on first take, and I just went out, out to, get, to get a water. There's 400 people in there. The Rock has an entourage, the likes of which you have never seen in your entire life. I couldn't make it. I have a little locker where I keep my water. I couldn't get there. I had to, like, excuse myself around, like, seven people. And poor Dominique and Jeff Saturday are just sitting there like, yeah, I don't know. I got, they're just sitting there trying to find a space to sit and look at their laptops. There have to be, I'm not exaggerating, there have to be 100 people out there. there I've never seen as many in the building. Um, if you go somewhere, say, like, let's say you're doing a, another TV show, whatever. Do you bring anyone with you? Is, aside from your wife, do you bring a person? Is there a person? Depends Does, on what it is, but yes. If you, okay, let's say you did a hit on Good Morning America. Are you bringing right. anyone with you? Uh, well, when we went to Good Morning America, well, you know this. Yeah, didn't you, you guys just do Well, that? you brought me. Well, but that doesn't you, you count are as your... also a guest. Right, but that doesn't count as your people. No, well, I brought my agent. 
You did. Who was the one who did our book deal, and you brought your wife, and right. that was it. That so was no our, bodyguards. That was our, that was our entourage. No camera crew. No. There are things with out of town or she would have come. And we used to go do Letterman. Right. We would go because that's the closest thing I have to mm-hmm. this. We would go. Stace would come with me. Golick would usually bring Chris or someone or sometimes not anyone. And, and then our agent would come and that would be it. There's so many people. We have a very there. small entourage. Do you think we can get The Rock on the show? We can just ask him or do you the think? The Rock? <laughs> You're saying we just get The Rock on Dwayne, the show? Dwayne, yeah. We should. <laughs> no, I don't think we can just get him on the show. So if we asked. If I... He's very friendly. Sure. I mean, he is a friendly guy. But no, he's not the kind of person you just walk up to him like, hey, man. <laughs> Since you're in the building, <laughs> you have you got five minutes to come on and talk about Brandon's wonton soup? Do you want to be on? Yeah. Right. See I, if he'll guest trivia with us. I don't think I could even make it to him because of the, 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 the battering ram of people in I front can of assure him. you, you can't. Wow. Okay. And how are your trivia skills? This is Sneaky Himbo Trivia. Regular sneaky or extra sneaky? All right. So, uh, Joel Embiid scored 70 points in a game last night. Which led Hembo to ask this. Uh, since the advent of the three-point line in 1979, only two players have averaged 30 points in a season four or more times. Michael Jordan did so eight times. Who's the second player? Uh, for the record, Brandon's guess is in, and it's James Harden. He couldn't come up with the name James Harden. I had to help him. <laughs> so that, that, what I does don't that even, mean? I don't even know. If that, he was like, Greeny, who's that guy? He, he, he was in Houston, then he was in Philly. <laughs> what? And, and I was like, wait, who was he thinking of? I, I said, when are we talking about it? He said, now. I said, you mean James Harden? He said, yeah, James Harden. Oh, that guy. So yeah, that guy. You have to forgive him. He's in a food coma. So that's his guess. Yeah, he's still working on the wonton soup over there. All right. To me, it's got to be one of two people, and James Harden is one of them. The other is Kevin Durant. It's, it's got to be one of It has to be. Right, Bubba, Cam? It, I mean, to me, it's just a 50-50 guess. I, 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 I feel like it has to be one of those two guys, doesn't it? Uh, I have a couple more written down. Go ahead. They well, are on my list. Who's your guess? Who else is on your list? Kobe and Allen Iverson. Oh, Allen Iverson. That's good. I just don't. I'm really struggling with this one, honestly. Me too. I'm going to stay with my gut. I'm going to go with my gut. My gut was Kevin Durant. I'm going to stay with Kevin Durant. My guess is going to be Durant. Brandon is guessing Harden. Cam, which way are you going? I'll go Kobe. Not confidently, but I'll go with Kobe. We got a Kobe, a Durant, a Harden, Bubba. Yeah, I mean, the names that I initially thought of were Kobe and Iverson, and then, yeah, I did think of Durant and Harden, but I think I'm going to stick with my gut on this one and go Iverson. Don't love it, but stick in Iverson All right, so here. we got four separate guesses here. No, at no maximum, Jack today? Jack's at missing? maximum, one of us is We can't right. find Jack. He's, he's <laughs> somewhere in the rocks, entourage. <laughs> go. What is it? The correct answer is... Allen Iverson. Oh, oh my God. Dude. Yes. Stay hot, kid. Bubba. Oh my God. What is yes. your win streak right now? Bubba is on fire. Yes. Wow. AI, baby. Oh, I really thought about guessing. Woo. Practice. How, so, so what is that? What, 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 what is that? What, what are the numbers over there? So, so uh, Iverson did it four times? Four times, ah. yes. Harden did it three. Uh, Kobe did it three. Um, Kevin Durant did it Twice. Only twice? He had three seasons in which he averaged 29 point something, but only two in which he averaged 30 point something. Do they round these things up at any point? It's, no, it's 30.0 to, to be able to qualify Okay, so, so meaning, meaning your average would be 29.8. Like they would, yes. they, that's true. They, they do go that far. Yep. All right, Cam, run down the scores. This is crazy. Bubba is 8-5, and, and you and I are 6-8. and eight. Brandon's 2-8. and eight. Jack's still 0-6. Dominique's 0-1. But Bubba's winning percentage is insane. Yeah, he's extraordinarily troubling. Good. He's the Patrick Mahomes of Hembo Trivia. So you ready for the draft? Let's get started. 
Greeny's Draft Prep. All right, extraordinary draft prep today because we have Mel Kuyper's first mock draft, which is always exciting for me because I'm a Jet fan and the draft <laughs> is the best thing we have. Um, and especially so for me now because I'm the host of the, of the draft and, and so I, it is imperative for me to have these lists to go off of to start picking players. So I have done, for the record, I have done 14 players so far. I will wind up doing about 150 by the time we get to Detroit in late April. I've done 14 players so far. I think all of whom are on this list that Mel has of round one. So let me quickly go through the top 10 if I can for you. He's got the Bears taking Caleb Williams at one. That's, of course, the big question we'll know before the draft. Because if the Bears are going to trade away that pick, they're going to do it before the draft. That's not one that's going to happen on the clock. So if the Bears were going to make the decision that it now appears sure they're not making um, and and trade that pick away and stick with Fields, um, then they would probably do it around the combine. Instead, I think that's when we can expect Justin Fields to be dealt then or sometime around that. Anyway, he has Caleb Williams going one. He has Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner from LSU, going two to Washington. That's a little bit of a surprise. He has Drake May, the quarterback from North Carolina, going three to New England. Those are the two who I think will be battling it out. I think the top of the draft is clearly Caleb. I think Jaden Daniels and Drake May are are going to then go in some order. I think if you went if you divided the league up into into two groups, Half of them would take Daniels and half of them would take May. We'll find out what Washington wants to do. At four, he has Marvin Harrison Jr., the receiver from Ohio State. Obviously, you know who he is. Obviously, you know the dad. Um, he He's probably the surest thing in this draft. At, uh, at five, he has Brock Bowers, tight end Georgia, who I love. In a league where the tight end position has become increasingly important, that middle of the field, Bowers is your classic Big, physical, pass-catching tight end, like a Gronk-esque kind of, you know, Friar Muth-esque kind of, like that kind of mold. At six, he has the Giants taking Malik Neighbors, speedy receiver out of LSU. So we've got, if you include quarterbacks as skill position players, we have skill position players in the top six. Then the first tackle goes off the board. He has Joe Alt. The tackle from Notre Dame going 7 to Tennessee. Remember, they took Skaronsky from Northwestern last year. There are two huge tackles in this draft. Joe Alt from Notre Dame and Olu Fashionu from Penn State. It'll be interesting to see which one of them winds up going first. If there is a consensus by the time we get to draft day, he has the Jets taking Fashionu at 10. So those are the two big tackles. Fashionu, by the way, was a high school teammate of Caleb Williams. They grew up together in Washington, D.C. They were high school teammates. Anyway, he has Joe Alt going seven. The first defensive player off the board is the pass rusher Dallas Turner out of Alabama, who he has going eight to Atlanta. He has Roma Dunze, the wide receiver from Washington, going nine to the Bears. Let's see if they still have that pick when we get there. And as I mentioned, he has Olu Fashionu, the uh, offensive tackle from Penn State, going at 10 to the Jets. The things that you may be wondering about, any other quarterbacks in round one? Yes, he has J.J. McCarthy going 16 to Seattle. I'm looking over this thing. There's nothing else that is jumping out at me as particularly interesting or, or, um, or surprising or eye-opening. And, of course, all this is subject to enormous change. Teams will move around in the draft order. Trades will happen. And more importantly, the combine will happen. Pro days will happen. Guys' stock will rise. Guys' stock will fall. So this is a very preliminary um, 
snapshot, but I think it's an important one for, for folks whose team season have just recently ended and you're trying to get a sense of, okay, let, let me orient myself amidst the, the draft, you know, the highest names in this draft. Those are the names you're going to be hearing a ton of. Those three quarterbacks plus J.J. McCarthy, the receivers, and again, there were a bunch of them, Adunze, awesome, Neighbors, awesome, Harrison, a lock, Bowers, the tight end, the two tackles, uh, which are alt and fashion you, and then you've got the pass rusher in Dallas Turner. There's also the kid Latu from UCLA, who is another pass rusher that a lot of people really like. I think you will see his name go early. Um, he is right now projected by Mel to go 12 to Denver. It's a good draft for corners. I'm looking for where is uh, where is Kool-Aid McKinstry on this? It's also a great draft for offensive linemen. There are nine in the first round. Yeah. I don't see Kool-Aid McKinstry's name on here. In the first round, he is someone I've seen projected to go high. He does have Terry and Arnold. Alabama has two corners that are going to go high in this draft. It's just occurring to me he doesn't have Kool-Aid McKinstry listed on here. So we'll see. Maybe I'll call him up and ask him about that. Anyway, those are some of the biggest names. Do you have any questions? I do. Um, So you mentioned quarterbacks, one, two, and three. That, I think, is probably going to be what happens on draft day. I am... Really surprised to see J.J. McCarthy from Michigan, Michigan's quarterback, slip all the way to 16. Because, Greeny, I count several teams that might be interested in drafting a quarterback between 3 and 16, including Atlanta at 8, the Jets at 10, Minnesota at 11, Denver at 12, New Orleans at... Let me stop you, let me stop you, let me stop you, let me stop you. The first one you said was Atlanta? Atlanta at 8. No way. Atlanta is not drafting a rookie who is a prospect. Atlanta needs to go out and get a veteran. In my opinion, Atlanta is a veteran quarterback away from being a significant contender in the NFC. I do not think they're going to start with a rookie here. I I, I will be very, very surprised if they don't get in either through free agency or more likely a trade on one of the quarterbacks who figure to be available, the Russell Wilsons and Justin Fields of the world. Well, can we make that assumption and? Before we know who the head coach is going yes. to be? We can. Yes, because I think the owner wants it. What and the fact that the owner wants Belichick tells you the owner wants to win now. I don't think the owner wants to win with J.J. McCarthy in three years. So uh, Jim Harbaugh once said, famously, that J.J. McCarthy is the best quarterback to ever come out of Michigan. Right. He's now interviewed with Atlanta twice. No, he said he's the best quarterback ever at Michigan, which may be. If you look back at Michigan's history, at court, do you know who the last Michigan quarterback— By the way— throw this at you guys. Do you know who the last Michigan quarterback to go in the first round was? Bubba, you want to guess? I looked this up the other day because I was doing McCarthy. McCarthy's uh, going to go in the first round. Brady obviously went 199, so he isn't the answer. Do you know who the last Michigan quarterback to go in the first round was? I don't know. We just we yeah. just had this uh, Michigan quarterback trivia question. We couldn't come up with a lot of names. Greasy, Henny. Yeah, Greasy was round three. It's, Henny was round two. None or, of them. It, yeah, it, it, Todd Collins? Nope. I don't know. Can you give me a decade? I'm trying to give you a hint without giving it away. It's Jim Harbaugh. It Ooh, is Harbaugh. Really? Yes. Harbaugh is the Good last one. Michigan quarterback to go in round one. And before that? How about that? The last Michigan quarterback to go in round one was in the 1940s. Jeez. They, I didn't they know Harbaugh was a first-rounder. Harbaugh was a first-rounder to the Bears, 25 or 26. Yeah. Um, so yes, he was a first-rounder. He was terrific. Jim Harbaugh is a much better player than I, I think he is remembered as being. All of that said, let me take a brief break on this. There's a ton to dive into on this mock. We'll continue doing that as we go. Any further questions you have, we'll dive into. And i got to find out from Mel uh, a couple of the thinking here. We'll do that as we continue. It's Greening on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Mel Kuyper's first mock draft is available. We're going over it here. I just tried to call him during the break. I couldn't get a hold of him. Two different numbers, by the way. Hembo is assuring me that he's not a texter. You think Mel does not text? Mel does not text. Mike, uh, Mel does not own a Peacock subscription. Mel does not operate in the 21st century, and he is proud of it. Yeah. He is that. that. That part of it, I'm, the fact that he doesn't, that he could not watch. When we did our list the other day of people who could not watch the playoff game on Peacock, he was right near the top of it. At the very top of it. He's uh, exclusively. Chris Russo's got to be right up there. Yeah. Chris Russo, yeah. Chris Berman, Mel Kuyper. Yeah, that's right. None of those guys saw the game, at least on their own. That's uh, the volition. three. We need one more, and it'll be the Mount Rushmore. Mel is a caller. He will always call. Like Fink. Like Fink. <laughs> we have a, always call when a text would do. Our coordinating producer, John Fink. Okay, what other questions do you have for me? Uh, for those of you who are just joining us, um, Mel's got his first mock draft out. I have been studying these players already, so I'm fascinated to see. He's got three quarterbacks going one, two, and three. Caleb Williams, one to the Bears. It, it seems a fait accompli now that they're taking a quarterback at one and they're going to trade away Justin Fields. And I can't sit here and tell you that's the wrong thing to do. I can sit here and tell you that the way they're doing it is wrong. The fact that they, they maintained their head coach, fired everybody else, are going around scouring the, the streets for offensive coordinator candidates that no one has ever heard of, no one exciting, no one who makes you jump through the roof, no Lincoln Riley, none of that stuff. They hired Shane Waldron. They hired Shane Waldron, and now they're going to draft um, Caleb Williams, and they're going to have a tough year because that's what teams do when they have the first pick in the draft and a rookie quarterback starting. And then they're going to fire Matt Eberflus, who in a year in which like the greatest coaches you could ever possibly imagine are available and potentially interested because you have the first pick. They needed to come out immediately announce he's coming back. The Eagles still haven't announced <laughs> that Nick Sirianni has a press conference scheduled for tomorrow. They still haven't announced it. He could get fired before he could get fired at that. Doug Peterson did the, did the post um, the postseason news conference and then they fired him and afterwards. then got fired. Yeah, but the it Bears they wanted you to know that no matter what happened. No matter come hell or high water, I don't care what else. Matt Eberflus is our coach. Well, I mean, for all the Super Bowls he's won, we cannot continue the franchise without having Matt Eberflus be a part of it. All hail the Flus. Anyway, the point of it is, Caleb Williams is going to go number one. Jaden Daniels two to Washington, and Drake May three to Carolina. Now. 
The last time we had three quarterbacks go one, two, and three, one of them turned out to be Zach Wilson, and another one of them turned out to be Trey Lance, neither of whom might be in the NFL next year. I mean, Zach will be somewhere buried as a backup. Trey Lance has probably played as many games as he's going to play. And people, when he got to Dallas, were talking about, oh, are they going to try and rehabilitate? Oh, God bless him. I hope they do. For, for the record, when Trey Lance was coming into the draft, the comp people were making was Josh Allen, which right now is a pretty good comp, size, skill set, uh, small college, all that stuff. Like, that's who they were saying that he had the potential to be. Obviously, he's been nothing of the kind. Zach Wilson, let's not even go there. Um, and even Trevor Lawrence, but Lawrence has been worthy of being taken up there. Now, there have been a couple of other times I want to say the top three picks were all quarterbacks. I'm thinking of one of them. Donovan McNabb was two. Tim Couch. I want to say Tim Couch was one. Don't tell me. Three was Cincinnati. They took a guy who did not work out his name. You got this. I know. It was an unusual first name from Oregon, I want to say. Did he go to Oregon? Yeah. You know everything about this it's guy. It's bothering me not that James I can't Harden. come up with his name. <laughs> it's bothering me that I can't come up with his name. You want a hint? Yeah, no, just tell me his name. Uh, it's Achilles Smith. Achilles Smith, that's right. And, and so, again, only one of those worked out. So, I mean, history tells us that if three guys are going to go one, two, and three, one of them is going to wind up being really good. I'd like to float a Bears idea that I think you'll probably shoot down, but I'm, I'm fascinated by the concept. So, we've talked about, like, the either-or. Draft Caleb Williams. Uh, with, with the first pick, trade Justin Fields. I know where you're going. Draft Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields? No. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. Trade down from one to three and draft the quarterback that remains at a first-round pick and trade Justin Fields so you have your cake and eat it too. So you, Okay. So Mel said a really smart thing on the air this morning with us, as, as you would expect, because when it comes to the draft, there is no one smarter. He said, what does this really come down to? We can talk about restarting the clock. We can talk about contracts. We can talk about draft capital. Who do you think could be great? That's the question. There's no way, let me put it this way. Any evaluator who says to me, I'm equally sold on all three of those guys. I'm equally happy to get any of them. I don't want working for me. I want conviction. I want my general manager and my coach in lockstep, hand in hand, saying, based upon all of the information, the style of offense we want to run, the style of defense we want to run, what we fancy ourselves, where we think we are going, this guy is perfect for us. That can't be any of three, particularly if you've seen them play. If you've ever seen Jaden Daniels, you've ever seen Drake May, you know no one could say I'm equally happy with either of them. Right? Drake May is a big pocket type dude, big, physical, strong. Jaden Daniels is slim. He's a freakish athlete, but he is skinny. Yeah, you're not running the same stuff. You're not running the same stuff. So I don't like your idea for that reason. Now, what you could do, let's say, let's live in a world where you decide the guy you want is Daniels. Let's say you then trade back to number two let's say Washington is well Washington to get up to get Caleb Williams might give you he happens to be from Washington also Caleb mm. Williams not that that factors in probably much but let's say they're starting a new you know sort of start starting over turning over a new leaf new franchise new coach they want to build a new stadium they want to get a young local kid to build all this enthusiasm around let's say they're willing to give up a lot to move up just that one spot now you move back one you take Jaden Daniels you keep Justin Fields 
you use whatever it is they just got you to get another stud receiver. Maybe it's high enough that you could still get, probably not. So let's say you, you, know, you package that with nine and you wind up getting Malik Neighbors or you wind up getting, at worst, you get Keon Coleman, one of these other guys who look like they're going to be pretty good, Roma Dunze. You probably won't get Marvin Harrison. I think he's going to be the first player drafted who isn't a quarterback. Yes, Washington, by the way, picks at 36 and again at 40 this year. So you have the ability to <clears throat> aggregate more picks. So let's say Washington gives you the 40th pick and you package that and nine and you move up to four with Arizona and you take Marvin Harrison. This is the draft game that the Bears can play if they want to. I think they're very likely to settle on Caleb Williams as being their franchise quarterback and I would understand why. But I'm less sold on Caleb Williams than consensus. And I think both Jaden Daniels and Drake May are super interesting. When you're drafting with the first, when you have the first pick in the draft, that is such a valuable asset that oftentimes trading it is a more valuable proposition to your franchise than using it and just getting one player. It's safer. It's definitely safer. And the way that you can do, like the more darts that you can throw at that board, the better chance you are of uh, building a great team. And especially if you can trade Justin Fields for something, which you definitely can, and you wind up getting a premium quarterback at picks two or three, it's a very interesting idea if you're the front office of the Bears thinking about this from an asset management standpoint. So what you're saying is you could trade out of the one spot down to two or three and get, let's say, the 40th pick in the draft for that, even 36th. But trading Fields, you're probably going to get two picks. Let's live in a world where you get a two and a three. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you are loaded. You're on the draft. You can move up to wherever you want. You could move up. You could take a quarterback. You could take Marvin Harrison. You could do a lot of different things. You could get so... like If you're getting... If, you're, if, you're, if someone else is getting Caleb Williams, I think you're probably getting another one. Even if you're just going back one... Like, one spot, you might be getting a future one. Like, you might be getting Washington's one next year. That, if you thought you got a lot for Bryce Young, wait until you see how teams will move for Caleb Williams. But they're they not going to get to. The Bears are going to take Earth. him. The Bears are going to take him. I think it's a mistake. I, I, I do too, but it's the easiest thing to do. It's the easiest thing to explain. And it buys you time. When, when you're developing a young quarterback, well, everyone except the Bears won't fire their coach after one year because you figure you need to give the quarterback time to develop. Happens to be the opposite of what they've done the last two times they've been in this position. Been fun today. We'll see you tomorrow. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.